This is the Christian Fix Podcast with the Reverend Michael Thompson. Listen and be blessed. from Esther, Esther 2, 1 to 15. The main idea is God's faithfulness to his people leads to deliverance. God's faithfulness to his people leads to deliverance. And before I preach to you that this morning, I want to do a historical context for you so you you know and you can see what was happening here my friends God's people was in bondage by the Persians Persia right now would be modern day Iran led by King Artaxerxes in the book of Esther, all God's unconditional covenant promises were in jeopardy. Jeopardy. Meaning that the Jews were about to be eliminated from the face of this earth. God's love for Israel produces the rescue of his people from the pending elimination. And in this text, Esther had to make a decision to save her people, my friends. So this is the context this morning I will preach to you from, my ladies. Today, as it is, Women's Federation. I have for you this morning an outline that I will preach from to you this morning. And the first outline that I have is the danger to God's people. The danger to God's people. As I said to you, when you read the book of Esther, you realize that God's people was in danger. But let me just set here, put it in context and in order the right way. In chapter 1, to around chapter 3 here, my friends, what happened? There was the divorce of Vashti, the queen. 
So the king had a queen by the name of Vasti. Vasti. And Vasti was a beautiful queen. But one day, the, the king commanded Vasti to come and see him that, she can, that he can display Vasti to his subjects, my friends. And Vasti refused. And because of that, Vasti was dismissed as the queen of Persia at that time. Then came a hunt for a queen. So the king sent out his servants to go and find him a queen in Persia. And they found Esther. So Esther replaces Vashti. I am giving you a synopsis of the book of Esther here so that you can understand why and how Esther become or becomes the difference maker, my friends. Because as women, you also can become the difference maker, my friends. Also, in the book of Esther, there was a man called Mordecai. Mordecai was Esther's uncle. But Esther's parents were deceased, so Mordecai took her over, my friends. But this Mordecai, this man Mordecai was a devout Jew, and he was a devout, he was a devoted man of God. He loved God with his, with his heart and his soul, my friends. I want you to just follow the, 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 the chronological order of which I am going into. But also in this book of Esther, there was a great enemy to the Jews. This great enemy name was Amon. And Amon ignorance, there was an ignorance, sorry, there was that ignorance, I should say. There was an arrogance when it comes to Amen. When he was dealing with Mordecai, my friends. Mordecai would not recognize Amen as one of the subjects of the king or the servant of the king, my friends. He wanted every time he should pass by the Jews that the Jews must bow down to him. And Mordecai refused to bow down to Amen. So from that day, Amen hated Mordecai. So Amen went to the king and he promoted the king to pass a decree to destroy the Jews, to eliminate the Jews, my friend. And also building a gallows for Mordecai, my friends. So he tried, he convinced the king to do all of that, my friend. So here, 
So I'm setting up everything for you so you that so you can understand. So the second old line is the decision of God's servant that God's servant has to make this decision, which is Esther, who was in the palace, my friend. So when this decree was passed that the Jews must be destroyed, Mordecai, Mordecai appealed to his niece, Esther. You must do something about this. Yes, your entire generation will be wiped out. There is a decree that is passed in person to eliminate the Jews. And you must remember, although you're in the palace, you're also a Jew. So he appeals to Esther, my friends. And I must say to you, a decree is something that cannot be turned back. You cannot just wipe it out like that. My friends, so that decree was in place and it was inevitable that at a particular point our day the Jews will be destroyed, my friends. Esther was faced with a decision here, my friends, to either accept the privilege of God or the privilege of the world, my friends. So here, she was in the palace. And when you read Esther 2, you see that she was what? Privileged. She was a privileged woman. She was selected by the king's servant to replace the king Vashti, who was dismissed by the king. There was a contest. They looked at a lot of women and they selected Esther because she was beautiful, my friends. And then she was granted all the privilege of the king and the palace and person, my friends. So this decision came to her. Is it that you will, my friends, stand up for the privilege of God or the privilege of this world? I asked this question this morning. So Esther asked that they say to Mordecai that they must fast. She will be going in to see the king because this is serious. And one famous um, term that, 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 is, that comes from this book here, my friends, is when she said, if I perish, I perish. She has become royalty now and becoming royalty for such a time. So she recognized the gravity of the movement that she was put in the palace for such a time. And many of us, many of our women, we are here in the church or in our community for such a time. And we must be the difference maker, my friends. So here I am saying to you, she decided I am going to try no matter what. As you say, if I perish, I perish. And I'm asking the question this morning. Women, will you stand up like Esther to defend the things of God? 
No matter what I say, if I perish, I perish. My friends here, I want to say to you, Esther, seek audience with the king. My friends. But I must say to you, to seek audience with the king is not an easy thing. He must stand on you. Before you can come talk to him, you can just walk in to the king. You see, I am here and I'm in my family office. You understand the man in my pastor's office, you can't just come and walk in like that. No, the king has to summon you. When the king hear that you want to see him, he himself has to summon you for come. And it's within fiend time and everything, fiend comfort. My friends, so you don't come and disturb the king like that, and the king don't jump to your knee. The king has already passed that decree, and he don't want to like no fool. For try, for start out the decree, my friends. So here, my friends, I am saying to you, Esther was loyal and faithful and did not sell out to privilege. Because what I want to say to you this morning about this message here, to be the difference maker, you cannot sell out to privilege. She was a privileged woman. She's known the queen. She could have turned her back on her people. Many of us, many women, when privilege come to them, they turn them back. They don't remember where they have come from. And even the place that they are coming from, when people are in trouble here, they turn them back because they're no privilege. I don't want to beat up on my politician friends. But most of the women, the cook and the women, them. Some of them turn their back because they are no privilege. They don't hear the cry of the people that they were amongst. They are no privilege. They're ruling with a different crowd, different set of people. They can't afford anything what they want. They can't get anything that they want because they're not privileged. That was the position of Esther. She is the queen now of Persia. And another little Jewish girl I'm getting at the little village. The queen of Persia, which I tell you, Persia is Iran, my friends. But I want to say to you, women today, it's about commitment, not conformity. This morning that I heard from the Sunday school, do not want conform to the things of this world. So it's about commitment. If you are a woman of God, it's about being committed to God. It's not being conformed to other things that does not belong to God. Esther was faced with that situation. Do I conform? Do I just turn my back or turn the blind eye, my friends? She did not. She was committed. My friends, women, 
about refuge and surrounding areas. It's about self-giving and not what? Self-serving with satisfaction. I want to hear what I said this morning. It's about what? Self-giving and not self-serving with satisfaction because that part of the mutana there with satisfaction that is the key for a lot of women. And they end up making the wrong decision, my friends. She was not willing to uh, compromise. She was depending on God or depending on the vindication of God. She trusted God. And she knew, she knows that God would vindicate her eventually. So I'm saying to you, my women friend, don't make the privileged position lead you down the wrong way road or the wrong way. Trust God, He will vindicate you. And what am I talking about here today? Even our churches. Sometimes the leadership, men leadership. We use some women in the church. We privilege them even when they don't deserve it. And because of that privilege, the women stay in that privilege and to do the right thing. They, they are to conform to this privilege they end up doing the wrong thing. I want to say to you again this morning, Esther was a highly privileged woman. She could have turned her back on her people, but she didn't. And in privilege again, my friends, they are warning signs. You are used by patronage my woman's friend. So because you're privileged, you're supposed to do certain things. You are used to do to what? To do mischief because you are privileged. It's not about being privileged. It's about doing the right thing. And that is what Esther showed us. It's not about being privileged. It's doing the right thing, my friends. She was living in a foreign land, a alien land. But she chose to do the right thing. You know, some women, uh, let me say something to you. Some of us, you know, when we are in Jamaica, are amongst a certain people, family, and all of these things. We don't do certain things, but if we go elsewhere, we are privileged. We will do certain things. Because we are family, and we say, boy, nobody has seen nobody no know. So she could have sold out. She could have turned her back. But she was determined to be the difference maker, my friends. 
Her people was in trouble. They were about to be eliminated. Right? She was in the palace. She was regal. She was royal. She was getting everything the most powerful woman in Persia. But when she heard the plight and what would have happened to her people, the decree was passed. She said she had to do something. I did some ecstasy in this morning, my friends. You know the situation that you are going to. It doesn't have to be church. But within your society, in your daily lives, are you dear to become the defense maker? Are you dear to be the one to turn around this situation in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord? My friends, it's not me that you must come to church right now your society because you become privileged. You stop work for God. Or you stop work for the people who need you to stand up for them when they are in trouble. So I ask the question, are there many Esthers here today? Privilege was available to Esther because she was the queen. But faith kept her going. She was willing to pay the sacrifice. Sometimes when the authority comes, I want to privilege us. We must make a sacrifice and we must say, no, that is not right. It's not about being privileged. It's about doing the right thing, my woman friend. And many times men have used her women to privilege them and to silence them. And they live in fear. They live in situation that is not good. But because you are privileged, I talk about patronage. In by your care, in by your house, if a church in put you up on pedestal, you, you hold this top ministry position, but yet you realize like you are living in bondage because you are doing something that is not right. You didn't control me, I mean. Talk to me in the church. You have a man that is privileged. You're out there. And because of the privilege, you never have to compromise any for all kind of life. And some of them are here coming to church and they are beat tambourine and I jump up and down. Some of them are talking about them drop and go and see them slain and spirit. All kind of things. And they're not doing the right thing because this privilege has kept them into bondage. Be like Esther. Reject privilege that is not right. And do the right things. If you are privileged, it must be privileged by God, which you are doing the right thing, not privileged by the world. Because the world is going to ask you to do wrong things, my friends. They believe in fevers. In return, they will give you things, but they need things.
not right. I did not in our churches. I am not going to be naive. Women are privileged and they often do certain things in return. You must stand up like Esther, my friends. She was tempted by privilege, but stand up for the principle of God. Stand up on the principle of God. Stand up on the word of God. What is right, reject privilege that is wrong. And stand up for God, my women friends. She could lost, she could have lost all privilege, privilege of economics and other things. Many times this privilege of economics has played its part in a woman's life. Because of economics, you can't cut off the privilege that have you doing wrong things. Even in the church, at your home, at school, in the society, in your community. So I'm saying to you this morning, my friends, stand on the privilege of God, the principles of God. Remember, God is a what? Life-transforming God. Esther knew that. Esther also knew that God was an enabler. He can transform your life. So reject them privilege that they want to use. You want to do wrong things. And they can become a mischief maker. Reject that privilege and do the right thing. That line up with God. Hallelujah, my friends. It happens in our churches. And when you have a church like that, it's worn down. The church. Some of us as women were privileged and we don't deserve that privilege there. You can't have said privilege where you don't deserve. Those privileges will get you into trouble because you have a pay back. You don't deserve it, so you have a pay back. She was a woman of God living in an ungodly environment. And I want to say to you, Mount Reference this morning, although some of you might be in an ungodly environment and you are having the privilege that you know is not right, stand up, Esther did it. It was a risk. The king could have rejected her. Listen. The king dismissed her divorce in first queen because she never come to a banquet that he was putting on. So this man was a serious man. And he had all the authority and the power to reject what Esther will come to him with. But she said, if I perish, I perish. We need to hear more women saying when they reject, when they reject some of the privilege, if I perish, 
I perish. My women friends, you are very important in God's word. Stop being second class citizens. Stop allowing authority, men authority to place privilege onto you as you succumb to that. You are made in the image of God and you are seen equal in the sight of God to any man. And this is what I don't like. You go to that church and place full of woman. It is clean, but they have no power. Because they're in a privileged position that they don't deserve. They were privileged by the men of authority. And they end up doing wrong things to satisfy those who are in authority who have put them there. Stand up for the right things. Stand up for God. Stand up for people who need you. Mm. Hallelujah, my friends, this morning. Hallelujah. 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 So here, my friends, I'm saying to you, it is trusting God over temptation. So you will attempt it by privilege. It's not easy at a certain position and then the privilege come and all the kind of things put you up on pedestal. You have money, no, you have power, you can talk all kind of things. But it's about trusting God over temptation. Because Esther was tempted with that. She was privileged and she could have said, eh, me not of this. But she trusted God. Hallelujah. His commitment in the face of a compromise. Do not compromise. Do not compromise. Commit yourself to God. Because you know what? When you compromise, you know when. Sooner or later, the same compromise, they turn on by and bite you. You are disgraced, I have to run out of church, I have to run for your community. Talk to me, ladies. So it's about commitment in the face of compromise. It's about faithfulness over favors. I want you to hear me this morning. It's about what faithfulness over favors. Ladies, some of us live on favors, you know. But the favors that you must live on must come from God. Because man always wants something in return. And sometimes it's things that you don't want to do. And things that is not good for you. I am not trying to pick on my men, the men here today. But I'll even say to the men, do not operate like this. Put a young lady in a privileged position and they want something in return. And the Bible says, the man in the world alone do this, you know. 
You have church man who do it. You have pastors who do it. You have deacons who do it. And leave it. So it was faithfulness over favors, my lady friends. Women are disadvantaged all over this world. And they succumb to favors in return. My friends, it's a fact. Women, women are disadvantaged. No matter how talented a woman is, she's always considered to be second. But I'm saying to you today, God will stand up for you. Just like how he stand up for Esther, my friends. So please remember that. In the book of Esther, God's sovereignty and providence was on display. And listen here. All of this was set up by God. Just look at it. Fasting dismissal. God hands what's in it. Esther's regal position that she ascended to. King Jersey's indebtedness to Mordecai. The miraculous deliverance of the Jews. The demonstration of God, that shows the demonstration of God's control and care for his people. So I'm saying to you, God's sovereignty and providence was all over the book of Esther. And the third outline that I have for you here, quickly, my friends, is the effort by Esther led to the deliverance of God's people. The effort, so I am saying to you, if you do the right thing and not so low to privilege, your actions, your effort will lead to the right thing that God wants you to do and anything is right, it's about God. So I'm saying to you, my friends, today, be like Esther. What happens because of Esther's effort here in this book, my friends? One, a second decree was passed by the king. And let me explain that to you. A decree cannot be turned back. It must happen. But the only thing that can notify a decree is another decree. So when Esther went to him, he said, my love, I am sorry, it's the decree, we can't do nothing about it. But God used him and gave him wisdom and said, pass another decree. And he passed the decree that the Jews must pick up arms and defend themselves. And the Jews did that, pick up arms and defend themselves and give deliverance. And you know what happened? The enemy, Amen, was humbled and defeated and was also hung instead of a jealous for Mordecai. 
and it turned on fire. Because of the effort of Esther, she asked her people to fast. She fast and she prayed. She got brave and she went in to speak to the mighty king. She said, if I perish, then I perish. That's the attitude in no a matter if you will perish, do the right thing. Don't stick to a privileged position where you know it is not right. <laughs> Israel in the hand destroy their enemies, my friends. So today, my friends, let us apply this text to your situation. My lady's friend here this morning, my friends. One, as you apply, remember who you are. You are a child of God. No make nobody buy you with privilege. It burns my heart when I see a woman of God. It's been sold out when it comes to privilege. Privilege of took them to another place far away from God. Remember who you are. You are a child of God. So you're not going to be privileged by this world. You're going to be privileged by God. Two, devotion and faithfulness to God is the order of the day. Be devoted and faithful to God. God is faithful to his a faithful God. He will not let you down. He did not let down Esther because he was faithful and God is a faithful God. Seek God. Seek his face. Seek him in prayer and fasting. They pray that they fast. And God worked for them. God touched the heart of the king that he passed a second decree so that the Jews could have defended themselves instead of the first decree work and them just sitting there like a sitting duck to be slaughtered. <laughs> Remove fear and step up to the plate. Let me say that again to you, my women friend. Remove fear. Step up to the plate. It is time for a woman to step up to the plate. In our churches, you have churches where women can't even preach, you know. So I'm saying to you today, I am not one that is advocating for privilege for a woman when they deserve it. But if a woman can preach, make she preach. Because she's made the image of God like you. And God sees us equal both men and women. Trust God as the trusted God. And she went to work. Be vigilant. Be discerning women. Some of us are so 
What's the word? I, naive. Women, women, you must be vigilant and discerning. Why me? Why you want to give me this? When I don't deserve this. Don't be taken away by the spurn of the, the perks and, and what it can do to you or the position. Be in discernment. In discernment. And vigilant before your enemies and friends. Do not compromise the things and principles of God. Sometimes because of privilege, we compromise the things of God. And the whole principle of God, the word of God, the things that we should do. My friends. And in conclusion, God can use anyone. So anyone of you down there, my woman friend, God can use you just like all he uses Esther. Not because Esther was a queen. Esther was not queen before. She was just a little village girl in Persia. And God worked it out that they what? Select the queen leaf and then select her. Because God knew what would be coming. And he needed somebody to stand up for his people. So he used Esther. And when the time comes, she answered her calling. She said, if I perish, I perish. Myself. So I'm saying to you, he will use anybody if you are willing to be used by God. So God will use you if you are willing. Esther was willing to be used by God when Mordecai appealed to her when the news goes out that the decree was about to happen. She was willing to be used by God. And I'm saying to you, God not only used Esther, he used Mordecai and he used even the king. To carry out his way. God always have. God always. Have a plan. Which includes. His. Sovereignty. And provision. And deliverance. So I'm saying to you. Step up to the plate. Be the difference maker. My friends, women, be the difference maker in this world today. Know who you are. Be devoted to the things of God. Trust God. Remove fear. Be vigilant. Don't compromise. For who oh God bless, no one curse, my friends. So this, today, I trust that you have heard the word. And that you will become like Esther or even beyond. So I thank you today for listening to the word of God. Amen.
Just listen to the Christian Fix podcast with the Reverend Michael Thompson. Join us next week for another episode.